been the you last have to year preach to your we've audience, seen research that humor is now head and we're shoulders here. more Welcome important to, to listeners with than demand. anything else your in the morning. To Welcome to Radio. Radio. No matter what happens or where things go or changes or whatever, One of the things that we've seen become more important in the last year or so, what is your show or what are you as a Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the media Graham Skip Dillard is one of America's top radio executives. He's worked in Detroit, D.C., San Francisco, and recently wrapped up a 12-year run as Ops Manager for MSNBC, where the legendary WBLS is currently one of the top-ranked stations in the nation. In addition to radio, Skip served as top 40 in urban managing editor, billboards, airplay monitor. He's received impressive honors, including frequent appearances on Radio Wings Top TV's Darkless. He's also received the Proclamation of Service to New York State and New York City Hall, and shares the Broadcast Subcommittee of the FCC's Advisory Committee for Diversity Rankings. very impressive radio This past January 2021, Skip began his next challenge, transferring out of the day-to-day programming to take on a broken temporary. He's VP of National and Community Partnership for Hot 97. This complete bio is a very talented to bottom line. If you find the intersection of great radio and service to the community, you'll find our guy. Today's guest, Brand on Demand, is proud to welcome Skip Diller. Hey, Skip. Wow, that's some introduction there. Who's some guy? What are some Absolutely. You look for so, Skip, I've got to ask you, who's going to be a top-rated media leader in America's largest market station? You've worked with some major talent I would network and in-house, and also both on-air and program. So the question is, what are some of the key traits that you look for today when you're determining who tomorrow's Gunners are going to be either that, on know, air or in sync. Uh, well, it's, it's interesting because it was a lot different when I was coming in. And naturally, and all of the you sat or a major way in with DJs you admired. Uh, uh, you know, maybe you had someone that knew them. Really they gave an introduction. You know, for me, I was the one that got in doing overnights and weekends and Super Bowls and New Year's and Thanksgivings and all the shifts that the big jocks were. I've been from WOWI uh, and Opal Dawn, uh, having the work. ability and to be. So now I look for people who are very pop culture oriented. To, you know, uh, I always that maybe am very you, uh, quick to listen to somebody on a podcast that I hear uh, about. Uh, you know, you may even today I'm possible talent to on the new so app uh, Clubhouse that is currently only available for iPhone, but. The next generation of talent could come from anywhere, and we've even found some that started as interns and then wound up working in the promotions, and especially one place I'm finding now is digital, a director of social media, or someone who's actually updating websites and getting creative station e-blasts out. Sometimes these people, they have to be very catchy at great content, and they quickly learn what listeners engage with. Is and that, what they don't. Uh, local mm-hmm. And so has as a air talent, if they have the a voice and years. natural ability to cut and, through, uh, and having the knowledge of what listeners care about and what they don't, that's, even that's been a great asset that I mean, all of us did not like have when, Dean, when we were starting out in my generation. Yeah, well said, 
Well, you've been and, quoted uh, many times, many Skip, on the power uh, of folks Seattle, to invest in themselves in and grow Orleans, their own and, success. Uh, and what are the, two of the top investments you'd recommend people make today, today if they want to follow in your footsteps you and become truly be great at what they do? I do you know, number one is be active is on social media, fact, but watch what you put on there. COVID, uh, <laughs> even more you will be graded by future employers. I see stuff, and I've had to come and tell a few interns. Phoenix, and they want to even season talent over the years, and uh, yeah, they, they want to watch what you're putting up, and they want to watch what you say. Maybe that because you never know when great opportunities are uh, between you and a couple I, I of people. A lot of general things you have say, done you know, in the past and on social can uh, come back we, and haunt you. And even don't when you delete something, there's very often a digital footprint. All we know is young people sit around all day and be download pictures and now the key would be that that person next thing you know it's like whoa, I didn't know. Locally, and Something and I'll, I'll, I have to credit, that, and I uh, love giving so him as an example because he's probably a big part of the reason I'm here today. I had many mentors, humor, but one of the uh, best air-checking uh, people in, I ever dealt with was a program director who's still personal in Greensboro, North Carolina and today, and I think he's probably a format directly related six other things, but Brian Douglas, you know, one of the things in Greensboro. first question that you asked me about, I was trying to find my voice, and I was listening to the DJs that were on station full-time. I was part-time coming out of college. Some of the DJs across town. And he pulled me in the office one day and totally opened my whole world. He started putting in cassette air checks of Bill Lee back in his days on KFRC in San Francisco. KHJ, you know, 96X in Miami. He started having me listen to Walt Baby Love Rick Dees. And so he would constantly play these air checks in the middle of Terry got my air check, by the way. But what I understood was that there were many ways to get there, but everybody uh, was very going on out mm-hmm. there in style and, the second and presentation. Point of that is being inclusive. And also, he was very and, careful uh, to that, include that a bunch really of their checks, like the KLWs and the 13Qs in Pittsburgh, where would be you really had no imaging. You were the imaging on KHJ until you and went into we a stop set. You were going about eight seconds a record for every other record. And you had to be there, and you had to know what you wanted to say and say it clearly and quickly, because the people 
you'd even be in the studio probably writing up your paints. And then secondly, so, the way that that <laughs> I uh, kind of learned how to be brief, to a radio and I think that's what enabled me to become a PD shortly in two years after I got to New Orleans. There's a thing that came out of the comedy world called the U-Technique. And I think the reason was because most comedians I didn't really feel like I needed to talk long. While that wasn't the case with most talent, but you know, I'd heard an error okay, well, when, how can we talk again, about you were the imaging, you were the brand of the station, and you acted like making it, it all about us. And so they came up with the U-Tech Any of the great so talents, Hal Jackson, a lot of, a lot of was just eye-opening to see that there was a way to do radio that was totally entertaining, but didn't Skipping your new position, your focus is to find various ways to connect and solve problems for clients Well, partners and future clients all while super serving that audience and obviously generating you, revenues become a focus for smart your, programmers and hosts uh, us, sales and programming those kind, you know, that kind often of language are at odds that, that what suggestions do you have to bridge that sales programming so I gap think that's as a program director uh, your job is inclusive, of course works on helping radio. the GM protect the license and, uh, and then personalization sure the it goes back to and in order to get those ratings a big factor you know I've been talking about many over the years and one of the things and that was not to too personalization that we've seen and become more PDs can important. clutter too now. Uh, in the last year you know, or so, making sure you communicate that is, what with is your the sales show department or what are you and as a find solutions doing that won't beyond your clutter show up that your makes area. a difference in the community. Because you know, sales you is just hey, client wants to do this, they're spending 50, 75 grand, just give them whatever they want. Well, we have other shows that do work with children's hospitals or the Ronald McDonald House and so I think doing more in your community and, and doing so something we're all in the that sales you business. stand for. And I think the program directors more need to look today. at if they aren't attending sales well, Randy, you've also on a become basis. known for I the think great it's kind of crazy work you do PD with stations developing online content, because you podcasts. The product what advice would you give a host to a show that really wants to move in that direction? But a regular, at monthly, if you can do it weekly, attending the sales meetings, listening to what your sales department personalities and they're selling radio shows in general. At a PD now we have all of these platforms where it's being discussed about what's on their radio station. May not really and know I would, and I would say I'm telling that you, data uh, and information, it's, it's power. We'll go back today. to that question you, a second ago. Anyone more data who's wanting to get into radio wants to look at themselves, not just as a radio job. So for me, it is have a jock at the sales meeting every once in a while. Have a jock and talk about what they're dealing with on and ideas they have. Your content you'd be surprised at on what demand, some of your air talent could tell your sales and, uh, and ideas they could come up with together. But I think that, we're all in the sales business. Uh, in three different Radio ways. has to do a better One, job they will of explaining have, uh, the fact that we go beyond reach and small we are engaging. Nuggets or, and um, you know, great to we say, hey, you know, our dot com can reach 8 million people, but how many are really hearing the message or seeing the message or engaged? Radio has always been about engagement. There's no better medium than radio and audio in general. Online, streaming radio or podcasting, of and 
On that note, I mean, you hit a chord uh, there. One of the most important things it seems that a radio station can do is connect with the communities they're trying to serve. And recently, you know, things have gotten ugly. Social unrest, we had the pandemic, all that kind of stuff. What are some of the things that you were doing at WBLS or even Hot 97 to connect with your various audience groups? And what are some of the takeaways for any radio station in any format that they can learn from what you Done. And then sure. there's a, thankfully, there's a it was kind host, of um, in the Midwest say, who does a natural for BLS. Ten percent of the U.S. black population is within the New York City metro, including Northern New Jersey, Southern Connecticut, so I think, uh, and the city improper. Making your content available so online, and then the other component of mission. that uh, the is station that was black owned for almost forty years before going into bankruptcy and being purchased by MS and video has become very, very important. Was a situation uh, where we shows. had always In had fact, a uh, The founder of WBLS, Percy Ellis Sutton, was extremely active in, in politics. Online, was for a president videos is like sixty percent of the time. Thought about running for mayor online is watching videos, and that's going to continue to increase. So, Percy Sutton also had ownership through inner city broadcasting, the show, and then some of the things you're doing in your personal life to help your naturalness to anybody that. That is very important. You so would be an organization. You being would be a multi-dimensional and multi-platform personality. Working is, in the communities, really going into the schools, out on the streets in the summer at the playgrounds so with the kids, handing out T-shirts, other and talking about non-violence about video, and peace in the streets. That was a given. Do you so any I think other skill sets and that did a, today's spectacular job? Should be doing I think are just immediately allowing more time to tell people what was going on. I do. Well, there I think the biggest challenge things, we had in every station uh, was just getting critical factual information on COVID. And developing when we skills went remote that are work keep on you March 13th viable, of 2020, uh, tomorrow. one of those and would we be had to sit improv, down and really map out everything. Mm. Well, who's uh, going to come into work? Particularly if you're going to be on a team show mm. or Mask on a ensemble cast show where you're interacting And so we really had to put our learning hat on, contact everyone from City Hall to health agencies to our health clients that somebody and get as much topic, factional you information yes to that and topic and then you add as we could you because there were so many myths listeners were panicking forward. they right. didn't and understand what, what radio going shows are doing they were hearing different things from Washington without going into politics is no one really understood so I think our mission and I push myself was we're going to help people understand because we're going to understand and we're going to ask questions we're going to get answers and we're going to fact check fact check fact check and give it to the listeners. And that's what we work to do. Uh, to be a much we did town halls on air. We did several town halls. We did one you a joint Hot 97 BLS town hall right after the killing of George Floyd more because we had COVID going on. I'll bet you guys have protests in the streets that were bringing thousands of thousands of people together that had a danger of further spreading The person just totally doing the interview totally ignores that question. Looking at their next question goes on to the next question small business <laughs> and and then I you're in a Q&A session and you're not really listening and you miss is, a lot of opportunities You don't have to preach to your audience. For questions you know, give them information. You don't have to 
One other their thing that love to me is to really important. There's that a lot you can say, hey, it's on our really Facebook page right now. Skill. Check it that out. Is going to make There's you so more many valuable unique as a ways through e-blast and getting listeners information, getting them comfort, so I think assurance that, that, that hey, I think we're that's here. Important. And, you know, and another, another I tried to point out to our working staff was your first responders to being a good storyteller. You're spending an inordinate amount of time, even though whether you're at home working or you're taking wired for the risk of running into the, the office of to make sure everything is on it point. Is still one right, of the some jocks said, no, I'm coming in. I want to be in with the first responder. You, you are one. So some people are natural so I was very proud of the way we really worked very hard. And we were in the midst of new ownership. We were in the midst of a new general manager, market president coming in. We put blinders on and just kept moving. I mean, we said, hey, no matter what happens or where things go or changes or whatever, listen first. Stories, we've seen you know, whether that's quite, good news uh, story say, of course, we've a long way to go, but we've seen quite a rebound, and I credit all of some of that to so the wonderful being able to communicate and, and engineering to connect with an audience. They just worked around that, the That's an just, area just that we put a lot of they could, on Whether it was setting today. a jock up at home Short with a remote setup or running into the station because they really wanted to feel the pulse of people that had to be out. So it was a very emotional time for me, yet it showed me the videos more and just email us. This is a legendary Show guy that rang with on demand. Hey, somebody you'd like and to hear from? You are love finding this information. You. Email us. Show a brand with on demand. Our mission and you'll catch some previous episodes. We've got guests like Power Radio practitioner Valerie Gellert, Radio Superstar turned Hollywood film producer Jeff Rowe. Podcasting Coming up, Randy shares some opportunities. Many check them out in the previous episodes. Hey, we do appreciate all of you spreading the word about this podcast brand with another demand and invite you to rate us wherever you get your podcast that helps others find us. Coming up, Skip shares some things that he knows now that he really wishes he knew way back when. Hi, this is Dave from Music Master Scheduling here with another Music Master raving fan. Hi, this is Jake Neiman with 96.7 Cram. Music Master crafting the log is like driving a magnetic car. To auto schedule automatic all of that or drive manually. To music Master. Ready to become a Music Master raving fan? Get in touch at musicmaster.com no slash sales. I love them. They're Ready always to become there a Music Master raving fan? Get in touch at musicmaster.com slash sales. We are with the Coach of the Stars. We are with truly one of the best and brightest Skip Dillard from Emerson, New York. And Stan, what's the one thing that you know now one opportunity that you really wish you had known way be hiding in your room for starting your career? Well, before I answer that question, I say Dave, that you and I met in I Chicago often looked up in the early 80s. Now, if I'm not mistaken, it was WCLR career that you were programming at the time. I was one on one. And I realized that very few of us in this business can truly be classified as an expert. Well, there are actually two points to make. And I think I would have written a letter to is what saying, I started on get a few arrogant, minutes ago, but be and confident in your ability to do this. Obvious not just from your know-how, but also for passion and that I often didn't see in everybody else that even were way ahead of me in terms of where mm-hmm. I wanted to be. 
there so are a lot of people that, that are doing them, and there are a lot of radio stations that, that are getting a premium rate for those. Been a student but of the we industry, hear many live reads that are just simply process. read and, that's and not a lot of time and uh, effort CEO, put into those. But the personalities who do a great job with that, weekend who will go back to storytelling, Kipper, he's a legendary guy from the Big Apple. No kidding. Hey, thanks, Skip. Links to his stations, his latest projects, and more in the show notes. Just scroll interact. Uh, As always, our thanks to exec producer Cindy Huber. And coming we'll up next, a conversation so that sounds like part of the show. On the next mm -hmm. Those are the personalities that really move the needle with, with regard to endorsements. And I'm sure that uh, you and Kipper have seen a lot of research that This time in one minute, Martin and I will talk about subtraction and refresh. They the show really make a big impact, much I'm more than a producer commercial. So that's an area I think that we really need to focus on, our live endorsements. And the other one that maybe this is not obvious to a lot of people, but if you think about how music has become so accessible everywhere on our phone, and it's becoming more and more difficult for music radio stations to set themselves apart with music and promotions and that sort of thing. I believe that the future of radio is talent. And we see this all the time. When there are two country stations or two rock stations, two top 40 stations going head to head, you can duplicate music. And the station with the superior talent almost always wins. You bet. So I think that those are the two areas that I would point to that are not always obvious to everyone, but I think are right there in front of our face. Great stuff, Randy. You're right. Yep. Our thanks to the very talented Randy Lane. And, and by the way, in addition to being a great coach, he's also a really, really great program director. You'll find all kinds of things about Randy and the Randy Lane Company in the show notes. Scroll down on your phone. And coming up, a guy who's programmed his way through some major market radio stations, VH1. He was even David Letterman's boss on network TV. And now he's produced a movie. Hi, this is Jeff Rowe. And join me on the next episode of Brand With On Demand as we talk about media today, opportunities, and life beyond radio and innovation. The artist formerly known as Dallas Cole, Jeff Rowe, next. That's a wrap, Kipper. We're going to be talking about R and B, and we're not going to be talking about music. In the show notes, you'll find One Minute Martinizing. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wise.